Well, I have just got to say, before we start anything else, welcome to the Asu Show, and what a very inspirational song. And of course, it's Saturday, which can only mean that it's the government show, which can only mean I have to have my soul sister on, Kathy, and obviously we are women on a mission. Hello, Sue. Hello, group. How is everyone? Well, after that song, I I, I just... I, I, I just love that song. Just before we go into all of the strong stuff that we've got for tonight, I just love that song. Nothing can stop me. I'm stronger than ever. I want to see this through. I'm on a woman. I am a woman on a mission. Whatever it takes, I will do what I've got to do. If that's not me and you, I don't know what is. <laughs> You're so right about that, my friend. My soul you know, sister, my partner, and gathering information but it's things like in that song is so many things it's like there's there's only one thing on my mind and i'm running out of time i'm coming through so get out of the way these words people when i pick songs sometimes for certain shows they are there for a reason like when we've done the way see a song and everything else it's to say to people we're here not for just for a an entertainment show tonight is not an entertainment show this is right. truth. This is reality. This is where you really do have to wake up. This is where you do have to smell the roses. And this is what it's all about now because things are changing. Do you know what I mean? Everything's changed. This is when people are starting to wake up and it's where people have got to see really what's going on. You know, it's not what's on the news. It's not these pretty pictures that were in the nursery rhymes when you were kids. We're now adults and we have got to work as a team to show the difference. So tonight, if anybody thinks that this is just make-believe or this is stories or you're not really interested, let me just say you're better off going to a different show because this, this isn't the one for you. This is reality. This is about changing, and it's about getting this message out there. So please, if you're serious and you're, this is what it's all about and you're awake, by all means, welcome to the show. And please share the links that we're going to put into the chat tonight and get ready to rock and roll, as they say. <laughs> Absolutely. One thing I'd like to add to that, Sue, is that our shows on Saturday about global government, we disclose the not-so-pretty part of reality. We uncover things that are frightening. We uncover things that are absolutely devastating. Um, But it is the reality of what's going on, and you can turn your head to it all day long, people, but just because you don't look at it doesn't mean it's not true. And Sue and I have taken it upon ourselves with great passion to uncover, to research, and to bring to you every bit of information. And we go on information that is reliable, verifiable information. And in doing so, we share the links with you. We share our sources with you. We want to give you videos you can watch text and content you can read over and over again because some of the things are really beyond comprehension for some people. And I have to tell you, today uh, we're going to be bringing some things to your attention that one thing in particular today, um, I have a, a video and a couple of stories that absolutely made me shake and tremble and made me physically sick to my stomach. And for those of you who know Sue and myself, you know we're not weak women. 
you know that we do look at the videos that no one else can. We do research the things that that make other people afraid, but we we seek the truth. And in uncovering the things that we do, our mission and our goal is to bring that information to you so that you can share it with your friends and your loved ones. Invite them to the show. Uh, I will say this. I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm that uh, comfortable with saying this to y'all. If you have someone that you can call on the phone right now and get them on the show, email them, give them the link, have them tune in. Today's show is chock full of things that are absolutely, in fact, for some of you, you're going to lose some sleep over this information, but it's valuable information that everyone on the planet needs today for your survival. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And let me just say something, you know, both of us have got to thank everybody. We we get so many inbox messages and so many emails and everything else about the topics that we do and people literally saying to us, is this for real and is this, everything we say on here is real. If it's, if we say it, we've done our investigating, we can tell you it is for real. This is no make-believe. And also want to thank everybody who supports the show because we have got an excellent following on the Saturday show and this is what it's all about. It's about getting the information out there. So I appreciate everybody that um, obviously shares it but also listens in as well. So thank you for that. Right, do you want to um, start off? Uh, Yes, I'd like to, to... Comment on a, a comment that you just made, um, and I, quite frankly, I forgot how I was going to word it. I'm telling you, Sue, my mind is totally set back uh, based on what I saw today, and some of the information that we're going to have in the show today, honestly, is going to be hard to comprehend. I mean, you're not going to want to believe it. It's that terrible. You're, you're not going to want to accept the fact that these things happen. And what I was going to say is that, Sue, these things that we're talking about, the two of us, we can't in our wildest dreams make up something like this. Yeah. You know, the the information that we're finding, uh, I I couldn't have concocted this in my brain on my my best imagination day. Yeah. So, um, but not, yes. Sorry, Kathy, but not just that. We can't keep it to ourselves any more than we want to believe it either. Absolutely this is not. You, you can't keep to yourself. I think, and this is um, probably, well, I'm, like I know it's true for both of us, that it's our duty, mine and Sue feel it's our duty as as citizens of this planet. The planet belongs to all of us. And when we find out these atrocities, and these, this information, it's our duty as another human being to share it with you all. Now, what you choose to do with that information, of course, is entirely up to you. But rest assured, people, by the end of this show, also, I would strongly suggest that you open um, a window where you have a notepad where you can copy links. I know Sue places them in the group after the show. But uh, a lot of these links, and believe me, I'll be sure to let you know beforehand also um, of extreme violence and, and things like that if it's in a video. I will let you know beforehand. And, no, I'm not talking about, 
you know, animals being skinned alive. I'm not talking about bloody graphic violence, uh, but I am talking about what happens in our country and um, in, in other countries around the world today, too. Um, you know, I <laughs> I posted something, <clears throat> excuse me, on my Facebook page this morning, um, and it is a perfect example of how I feel about our government, the way it's running our country today. And this kind of puts it all into perspective in a cartoon. And it refers to a place out in the West called the Mustang Ranch. And for those outside of the United States, <laughs> the Mustang Ranch is a brothel where it's legal in Nevada, and um, they have beautiful women, and men come from all over for their charms. So back when the government was bailing out the banks and big money, this is a cartoon of Maxine. Now, I'm going to put it in the room right now, and y'all can go and enjoy this cartoon while I speak to you. Let me say also that there's an R that goes on to the end of theater. It did not accept all of the links, so please add an R onto that word theater. The cartoon says, bail them out. Hell, back in 1990, the government seized the Mustang Ranch brothel in Nevada for tax evasion and, as required by law, tried to run it. They failed and it closed. So now we are trusting the economy of our country, our banking system, our auto industry, and possibly our health plans to the same nitwits who couldn't make money running a whorehouse and selling whiskey? What the hell are we thinking? (laughs) 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 You know, I'm sorry. I I had to open the show with something funny because good old Maxine, and when y'all see her in the cartoon, we all know who Maxine is. She's a grumpy little old lady, much like me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little know you're a mind reader. No, sorry, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I, Maxine always takes a situation and condenses it to a couple of short sentences and speaks volumes. So this is pretty much how I want to start my part of the show today. As you all know, it is a government show. And as everyone knows, the world, the world is in serious economic distress right now. Um, One thing I also want to talk about is FEMA. And uh, FEMA is uh, Federal Emergency Management here in the United States. Now, I read some really, really distressing things today, and I am going to post, this is a link here to a map. And this map shows how the country is broken up, here we go, when our country falls apart, we are going to be broken up into quadrants. And basically what it says is the map of the country when FEMA takes over our government once, quote, unquote, continuity of government kicks in. They do not have to answer to the U.S. government and they arrogantly divided the country in advance. FEMA also appears to have been in on 9-11 when the World Trade Center towers came down, 
and even involved into flying into New York. Oh, they were involved to the point where FEMA actually flew into New York City the day before forces in our own government brought down the World Trade Center and fired a missile at the Pentagon. Now, that that statement absolutely floored me. Why on earth, if that were not some type of conspiracy in our government, the tragedy, the, oh, I can't even think of a word to define what the, the destruction of the World Trade Towers was. I mean, what, what, what can you say? It's so far beyond tragedy. But for FEMA to fly into New York the day before, I mean, FEMA is an organization, it's an emergency management organization. Are you with me on this one, Sue? Am I, am I rambling or am I getting this? No, nope, I'm Yep. Um, and, and in this, this um, article I read, this is just one of those things that makes the, the stomach turn. The very people who brought us the National Defense Authorization Act now deem it prudent to prepare for mass fatalities on U.S. soil. And the National Defense Authorization Act authorizes the detention of U.S. citizens on U.S. soil. Uh, I think if you would like to do some your own research on this, Google depopulation, United States depopulation. You'll have all kinds of articles come up about FEMA and our federal government. Uh, also, I would like to give you another site to go to that I can't even begin to list all the valuable things you're going to find on this site. And it's called InfoWars. And here again, I just I garnered so much information that I'll be sharing a lot of it with you today, but uh, InfoWars is an absolutely tremendous site. I do hope that you'll make a note of that one, write it down on your notepad, and um, um just keep that in mind. And here again, I, I, I want to say thank you to Sue and her, her crew for always posting these links and keeping up with everything discussed in every show so that those who listen later to an archived program, they're able to gather all the same information that we're bringing to you live. So thank you, Sue, um, for doing all that. I'm actually posting it straight onto the Hey Mr. Government Globally page, which you can find on Facebook. It's just facebook.com forward slash exposing government. So have a look on there. All the links are going on as Kathy's bambling away here with absolute great information. So carry on, love. <laughs> um, getting, uh, you know, talking more about America, and I realize we have viewers or listeners from all over the world, but uh, because I am here in America and this information is readily available to me here and would be to everyone if you just take a step forward and take a step into that unknown to research the very thing that frightens you. Um, and I'm telling you, once you do start researching it, you will be afraid, people. If you're not now, you will be. And we, by right, should be, because what's happening in this country is absolutely unbelievable. I have a video here I want to share with you. Uh, I guess everyone around the world pretty much knows what's going on at the airports here in this country when, of course, the trade towers were brought down. Homeland Security was created and kicked in, and it changed the way people come and go in this country, a complete 180. I mean, it changed everything. Here is a video that I found where 
they are searching, bodily searching, a six-year-old little girl, and then after they search her, and it shows the TSA employee, transit, you know, the, the security employee, it shows the woman checking inside the little girl's uh, belt, her waistband and her pants, and you can tell the little girl is apprehensive. I mean, I, I can't fathom being a six-year-old child and having a complete stranger touch my body, even though that's their job. But the part that really got me is, that, and I understand, Sue, like you and I were talking earlier about how people plant drugs or hide drugs on their children to bring them across the border. That I understand. But Sue, they drug tested this six-year-old after the search. Mm. Yep. Why? But you know, I, I was I was actually thinking about this after after we, I spoke to you, and I was thinking, is it because maybe that I'm just set, t- shooting this straight at the sky because I don't really know, but I'm thinking, right, why would they test her for drugs? Let's be sit on the garden fence a minute, and I'm thinking, is it because they literally to put drugs inside them to bring them across, but then drug them to keep them quiet because obviously they don't want the kids saying much. I. And, and you have valid point. You have a very valid point. Uh, I, however, am just like an animal advocate. I'm a child advocate. And if that if that had been me, if I had been the mother, I honestly think I would probably have called you to post a chip in for bail money. Yeah, yeah. Because someone putting their hands on my child like that and then putting her through a drug test at six years old, there has to be another way where we start compromising our children like that. Yep. There are children who would be mentally affected by that. Some children would not. But we have to look at the percentage of children who would be. And just like yep. protecting our animals, even more so, we have to protect our children because they are our future. They are exactly. our future. Um you know, the other day someone sent me a video, to give you a good example, they sent me a video that happened in Atlanta at a mall, and this woman was giving the security guard at the mall a tremendously huge hard time. He had asked her to leave the premise, and she had with her probably six children all under the age of like seven, and I'm talking stair steps. When she had one, she probably immediately got pregnant again. And she was, she couldn't have been out of her 20s. She was a young girl herself. And she was mouthy, very much a smart aleck, challenging the security officer. She was outside on the sidewalk, and he he was very calm and composed. He kept repeating, ma'am, get off the property. Ma'am, I've asked you to remove yourself from the property. She comes up, she bumps his camera with her chest, you know, like the football players do, and she's antagonizing him. And the whole time she was doing this through, her children were doing the same thing. Yep. And I'm looking at four- and five-year-old children emulating what they saw their mother doing. So yep. by the same token, I talk about protecting our children we need to protect all children, sometimes even from their parents. Yeah. To, to end the story, 
when she's she's on the sidewalk, the the mall security officer is walking back into the mall. Lo and behold, here she comes through the door again, and she's standing there using all kinds of profanity. And all of a sudden, bam, <laughs> taser. And he dropped her right there on the sidewalk. I mean, Sue, quite frankly, he had given her probably four times the number yeah. of warnings he should have. And he was very gracious that that he was he was in the right, he was 100% in the right. And in reading the article that accompanied that video, the general public actually raised over $20,000 to help support him and defend him. The general exactly. public. I mean, we have to... We have to watch out after one another. And, you know, Sue, even though you're across the ocean from me, um, I tell people all the time, I've never met some of the best people. In, and you're one of those people, along with so many others, many of whom are right here in the listening audience today. So it's our duty as each other, you know, being as all of us being citizens on this planet, to protect one another, to fight for one another, to fight for one another's children, to protect our children. Um, and unfortunately, not everyone is quick to do that, and most people, sadly, don't want to, quote, unquote, get involved. That has to change. Exactly. Jim, nowadays, you know, there's been so many, and I tell you what, this is the sort of thing that I would love to do. When we've been out on the streets, and you get people that have fallen, and the amount of people that walk past. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I couldn't do it. I, I just, I literally could not. I, I've just not been brought up that way. You, you do help, but then, as you know, sitting on a garden fence, you've also got the, this all this now where it's where there's a blame, there's a claim. So if you went and picked mm-hmm. up somebody and say, for instance, you pulled their arm out by accident, you, you've got a chance that they're going to literally take you to court because you've injured them. Even so now you you've got it where people something. are thinking, actually, should I actually help them or not? Even if they didn't injure them, too, in the accident that caused them to fall, any injuries incurred there could be blamed on the passerby who tried to help. Yep, yep. And that same day that I, I watched this video that I just described to you, and you saw this one as well, uh, as well as did many people in, in the groups and on our pages, it was a video comparing compassion of people to the compassion of animals. And it showed a dog that got hit on a freeway, and the dog was lying there injured. He wasn't dead, but he was injured. And it showed another dog... This was videotaped by the traffic department, I believe, um, the Department of Transportation, highway workers. They witnessed the dog being hit. Another dog comes in from the embankment, manages to get through the ongoing traffic, and drags the injured dog over to the side of the road. An animal has the compassion and the understanding and the reasoning to go and assist another animal, and right after watching that one, the other half of the video was a little baby girl, probably four years old, three years old. It was an Asian country, I'm not sure which, but she was in a marketplace where her mother was in a store, and the little girl wandered out of the store onto the street where she was hit by a box truck. Now, the box truck hit her, 
and after the front tire rolled over her, he stopped. Did he get out? No. Do you know what he did? He continued driving over that baby with the rear wheels and threw that baby lay in the street and people walked past that baby as close as 12 inches from that child. And no one stopped to help that child. That was one of the most profound videos I think I've ever witnessed. And yep. it clearly demonstrated the lack of compassion, the lack of, quote-unquote, wanting to get involved. And yep. that alone is killing our society. That, accompanied yep. by all the other things, the challenges that we're seeing today, we are in a downward spiral as a race of people, human beings, as a species. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just gone, abs- just gone absolutely mad, and you're absolutely right, and all that. And also, you know, it's there's so many things that we've brought upon ourselves because, you know, like like I said, you know, everybody's claim after claim about this, that, and the other. You know, I remember a story where a friend of mine was in a park, and she could hear a mum shouting. And shouting mm-hmm. this child's name, and she was shouting and shouting. You could tell by her voice that she was getting more and more panicking. She couldn't find the child anywhere. She'd got another little girl that she was dragging around with her, trying to find this other child. So my friend and her partner went up to her and said, listen, you know, we're, we're here to help. What do you want us to do? Do you want me to sit here with the little one? Because the little one was getting very upset because her mum was shouting and upset as well. Also, she's been dragged around because her mum was... And she said, yes, she went, listen, I'll sit in the bench here with her. You go with my husband and go and see if you can find. They spent about five or ten minutes walking around trying to find it. Anyway, they found the little lad. They came back, and this woman burst into tears. And they said, it's all right now. It's all right. You know, you found him now. He's okay. He's safe. She went, it's not that. And she said, well, what is it? She went, you're the only two people out of all of this park that come to help me. And they stopped, and they looked round, and the park was full, and nobody came. Exactly. And it comes back to what I always say, you know, when we're talking about joining people to groups or whatever. How many people would you want to help you if you lost your child? How many people would you want to help you find your dog if you lost your dog? Or whatever other cause it would be. How many people? That's how many people you should be getting to help other people. Because tomorrow it could be you. There is so many issues that we show every single day, Kathy, isn't there? And people just ignore it. They don't even share it. And I think tomorrow it could be them, and they will be approaching me and you, Kathy, and saying, can you do us a favor? Could you please share this because of this, this, and this? Mm-hmm. Hold on a minute. It was only two days ago we'd got exactly the same sort of post, and you walked straight past it and never even shared it. You're exactly You didn't right. want to join it. You, you complained about an event because it was an inconvenience because it came onto your wall, and you're sick of seeing events. But today, because it affects you, you want us to set up an event and invite 10,000 people. Now, is that that just laziness? Is that just selfishness? Or or what is it? Do you mean? I think it's a combination of everything, Sue, everything you said. Just, you know, you and I were speaking the other day, as we do every day, and talking about this very thing, and the what we came up with 
at the end is this. And I'm talking to every one of you listening to Sue and I right now. If your neighbor's house was on fire and you saw it, wouldn't, or if your house was on fire, if your house was on fire and I saw it and I knew that you were in danger, would you not want me to do everything in my power to, to knock on your door, break a window, whatever it took to wake you up and get you to safety? Would, wouldn't you want that? Of course you would. That is the purpose behind this program. We are trying to wake you up to save you, to save ourselves, to save humanity. And this is the contribution that Sue and I know how to make, is the research we do and sharing that research with you. And we we say this every time we're on the show, but the countless hours that Sue and I spend on the phone, I I couldn't even begin to take a stab in the dark at what that number would be on a daily basis, much less cumulatively. Mm -hmm. And we do this as it's our duty, and we both feel that. So if your house were on fire, would you not want someone to come in and wake you up so you would survive? Think about that. And then think about taking a moment to come to these programs and listen, taking a moment to read the information we post, taking a moment to share the information so that maybe you could save your neighbors or maybe save your friend. Post it in groups. Pass this information on. Because believe me, Sue and I could be doing other things, and this is our passion. So, yeah. And, and Kathy, the thing is, what people need to realise is what we're actually trying to save them from is bigger than any house fire. Absolutely, and it is trying to save their life. This, this, this. Your life's in jeopardy. My life's in jeopardy. Everyone's life is in jeopardy. Our way of life, as we know it, our mere I was just going to say that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I've got. I've got to just say something. I'm not going to mention the lady's name, but somebody who lives local to me. Okay, we were talking, and I was saying about what I do on Facebook and everything. She said, yeah, she went, I can't really share some of these pictures. You know, she went, it's so, so horrific. I went, yeah, but it's reality, though, love. You know, it really is reality. I said, you are, have you even gone onto the Hey Mr. Government Globally page? She went, no. And I went, hmm. I said, do you think that the dog thing's bad? I said, you know, there's bigger things as well as that that we're also trying to do. She went, yeah, she went, she went, I saw a post on somebody else's Facebook the other day, and I thought, well, they obviously didn't look on mine then, because you would have found stuff, but anyway, and and she and I said, yeah, and she went, it was about the chemical um, from aeroplanes and, and all of this, and I went, oh, yeah, yeah, and she said, so what's that all about, and I went, well, did you not click on the link and have a look, and she went, well, yes, yes, she went, I, I had a look, and I went, well, it's about, and I was in there for a while explaining about everything, but then it ended up I was in there for over half an hour because it went from the chemicals that they're spraying, you know, to, to every single thing. And then she said, well, she said it was funny because on the video she went, they, they even showed how they've got extra pipes coming from the aeroplane. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? I sat there and I thought to myself how well I've been taught for the last six or seven months. Absolutely. Because that was me six or seven months ago with, and I'm gonna not, I'm not being nasty to this person, but somebody who hadn't got a clue. 
And it was like it was it was the way she said, and it even got extra pipes coming from the plane. <laughs> and and, and I, said, so I mean, I hope she doesn't listen to the show now. I know as much as I want everybody to listen to the show, but do you know what I mean? And and it made me realise how far I've come because I need to tell people that six months ago I wouldn't have wanted to listen. I wasn't bothered about political. I mean, who cares about political? You know, let's face it. They're going to do whatever they've got to do. That was my thought. It doesn't matter matter about what Joe Public says because at the end of the day, they're not going to listen. But I've learned in these six months, I have learned that the the governments, I will say, I'll give them a bit of grace. They are 5% of the whole world is the government or connected to the government, okay? There is yes. 95% more of us. You're right. 95% of people getting together and having a voice is one hell of a voice and very much bigger than any government. So what are we waiting for? Don't because anybody tell are... me that we can't change anything because we can. The people okay. that say we can't, you're right, you won't. You're exactly right. There are three types of people in the world. Those who watch things happen those who make things happen, and those who wonder what happened. <laughs> we make things happen. And that's not a pat on our back. I am not sitting here boasting or being arrogant. But that is, again, what Sue and I tried to do. And, Sue, think about it. You yourself said just now, six months ago, you did not know these things. How did you, how did you, how did you reach the point you're at today? You opened your eyes. You opened your mind. You opened your heart. And because of that, you have educated yourself and are much more prepared than you were six months ago. Now, everybody thinks, uh, you know, all my money is safe in the bank. Um, I'm going to be safe if the the economy collapses. Oh, please. Oh, please. Do your research and look at what you really, really need to do to be safe. And it's not entrusting your life savings to your local bank. It's just not. Um, you know, I could go on and on about that and about our government. Um, I do have, this is a web link that I have, and it tells you 25 bizarre examples that show that the U.S. government is absolutely brimming with idiots, incompetence, and incredibly corrupt politicians. And that is a word that has become standard in today's communication among people. It's corrupt, yep. corruption, corruption, corruption. And let's and eventually of course we are going to get on law enforcement and the corruption there. If you think about it and all of the horrific stories that you and I, along with everyone else who's informed and who pays attention to these things, we have been made aware that the law enforcement in this country is in fact the largest gang in this country, they are as corrupt and and I'm not I'm not bashing law enforcement. Let me make that clear right now. I am not against law enforcement. I am against corruption. So let yeah. me make that very clear. I'm from a law enforcement family. I have friends whose grown children are in law enforcement, and when they're doing their job and they're doing the right thing, then I have all the respect in the world for them. But when you start doing things like what I'm about to post right now, um, 
you know what? It's totally, totally, totally out of the question. I'm going to post you a video right now. This is this took place in Miami, Florida. Police officers on the clock ignoring 911 calls. Now these videos were taken by a um, a, a private interest group um, who are aware of this corruption and aware of what's going on. This particular incident, it took 18 minutes for cops to come from across town because this one police officer in Miami was making out with his girlfriend behind the local mall, and they had him on camera. And you can hear his radio telling him this is this an emergency. One call was an assault at gunpoint. They, he even ignored a 911 call for a five-month-old infant in medical distress. Now, and to see him standing there, like it shows in this video, knowing that a five-year, five-month-old baby, an infant, was in medical distress, and he's standing there making out with his girlfriend. The rage that welled up inside of me was indescribable. I just have, I there's, I, I'm sorry. There's just no, there's, there's no words I have for that because, unfortunately, this is becoming so much more of the norm. Yep. We're hearing more and more and more about this, and it, you know some cops are heroes. They are, but a large minority, and I think it is still the minority. A large minority of officers are simply thugs with badges. And uh, here's a link I would like to share with you that captures on camera exactly what we're talking about. And here again, unfortunately, it just happens all too soon. I think everyone needs to know what your rights are. I watched a video, and it was one of these information-gathering groups that was in the airport, and the TSA security officer was demanding they put their camera away, et cetera, et cetera. And thank heavens for this officer. He walks up and he tells the TSA officer they're not breaking the law. You're violating their rights by asking them to do this. And my point being that someone's going to push you as far as you allow them. So when, you know, when someone comes to your door and they want to come in and search your property or, or roughhouse and manhandle you, intimidate you. Intimidation is a tool, and you have to recognize it, and you don't have to stand for it. You don't have to get physical or violent or whatever, but stand your ground. Know what your rights are in any country. I don't know other countries' laws and rules, but you do wherever you live, whether it's Switzerland or whether it's the United Kingdom or North Africa. Make yourself well acquainted with the laws in your country and in your area. I do have a video here about this very thing, and it is a no warrant. They had no warrant. I watched this video, and I was shaking when I got through watching it. No warrant police invasion, a brutal assault where they pulled guns on this fellow. And just so you know, the fellow had just, gotten, oh, wait a minute, I'm sorry, I had to copy that link again. The fellow had just gotten out of the hospital. He has got an incision that is stapled on his stomach, 
He has got bandages around his neck. I mean, the incision on his stomach suit had to be 12 inches long. Yeah. And he was warned the night before by a policeman who came to his door. He did not answer his door, but it was a good a good cop. And he said, be careful, protect yourself, get your child and your wife out of this home, and don't let them come back because these officers are coming to kill you. And he set a video camera up, and sure enough, and, and you're watching on the camera and hearing the whole conversation. There were like yep. three or four police cars down from his apartment. He was upstairs on the second floor. They're trying to intimidate him. He's sick. They haven't called an ambulance. They haven't called paramedics. They want to come into his apartment. And when he didn't allow them in, they had no search warrant. They had no probable cause. What do they do? And you can see it on the video. They they break his door down. And the next thing you see is them grabbing him. And God only knows, knows doing what, but he dropped the camera. But what you hear will, it's, it's traumatic. It's traumatic. And mm. this is not an isolated incident. And once again, listeners, you know, Sue and I are not against law enforcement. We're against the corruption, whether it's law enforcement, whether it's government, whether it's business, whatever it is. You've got to stand exactly. for the right thing and speak out. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And and this is the thing, Kathy, you're absolutely right. We're not against the police by any means because we have got Kristen that's in the chat room at the moment who exactly. I have got to say is working tirelessly and um, Eddie Cintron. Cintron. I had to think of his name. Eddie Cintron. Uh, um, and Cindy Boylan are just yeah. a, a handful of people that are working so hard to get training for the police. But yeah. after watching on YouTube and, like you say, finding incidents that's going on, it's not just dogs that are being shot by police. Yeah. It's actually innocent people as well. They are being intimidated. They're being, and, and I've got to say that, yes, we do want to get the training out there and we are being positive. And I am chuffed with what is actually going on. I mean, we can sit here all night and you can slate the police about what they're doing, but you, then you've got to say, hold on a minute, have they had the training? Now, right. what I was talking to Eddie about before is there is training that needs to be given to the police, and obviously they need it also for how they are with these um, with the people, and also because apparently um, I was told that there was 800 people in 2012 killed by police that were innocent um, in America. Mm-hmm. 800 people. Now, if it was, even if it was 80. I'd say, you know, it's a big... No, but it's 800, right? Right. But even if it was 80, I would say, you know, okay, you know, 80, at the end of the day, it's a big place, accidents happen, blah, blah, blah. You know, things can get out of control, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 800? You're right. That just blew my mind. That's just just crazy figures, do you know what I mean? And and I just Mm -hmm. say to everybody... As much as I'm, I'm pushing to get positive and I'm trying not to be negative because of it, I look at some of these films and I think to myself, hold a minute, how do you train a police officer common sense? Mm-hmm. Some of these shouldn't have even got a uniform, a gun or anything. They shouldn't even be there. There is thousands of people out of work at the moment who would be jumped for the chance to be trained properly 
and respect what's going on. We don't have to keep these um, ones that don't want to listen and do their own thing and think that because they've got a uniform, they've got the right. There was loads of people out there that want a job and everything, and, and it's time for us as people not to go against the police and fight them, but say, hold on a minute, can right. we just reassess the training? Can we reassess everything that's going on? And this is what I say again. Why is it that Joe Public can see all of these things going on, and people like me and you and Kristen and, and Eddie and all of these different people are getting together to ask for the police to have extra training? Let's just be logical. Joe Public is asking the police to have extra training. I, I was under the impression that we were supposed to be paying our governments to do the right thing for us because that's why they get good money, because they've got the qualifications and they know what they're doing to be able to run our country. So why the hell have I got a show that's bringing up all these things? Why is Kristen and, and, and Eddie and all of these different people fighting for change that surely the government can see and they still haven't changed? Exactly, yes. And, and the other thing is, then I have to laugh about this, We've even got a website now that organises um, petitions. Mm -hmm. So, hold on a minute. So, we've got a, even had to get a website together so all our voices can go on one website because, again, most of it is going to the, these petitions go to the government. And, Why and the are we, Joe Bloggs, people with the CS words, yes, common sense, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Writing to people that we are paying to give them power to be able to fight for our, what our beliefs and our thoughts and, and laws and everything else. And, and we're saying to them, hold a minute, do you think you should look at this? Some are not quite right. And people yeah. say to me, oh, you'll never change it. We're, we're already changing it. You're right. We're yes, already we are. changing it. Yes, we are. And these petitions, when it boils down to it, what we're petitioning for is for them to do the job they're getting paid for. They're already getting paid, and we're having to demand that they do it? Exactly. Now, if someone can help me understand that, you know, that's just something I can't wrap my mind around. And it starts, let me tell you, over here in America, there's a commercial. You know, bullying is a big thing all over the world. And here in this country, it's become a, an epidemic among children, and it's horrible. Here again, the story I told you earlier about the woman with her children at the mall, they began yelling and screaming profanities four and five years old at the officer. So there's one commercial, and it's a school bus, and this young boy gets on the bus, and it shows him being bullied. And these it shows up close of these other kids' faces, and they see it. They're watching it right feet from them, but they don't do anything about it. Why? Because they don't know how. They don't. They haven't had their parents sit them down and discuss it with them. And this is a problem, an epidemic, and as a parent of today, you need to begin educating your child about real-life situations. And that is where the change needs to start, with the children of today. Educate them so that they grow into 
a responsible, mature adult that's aware of what's going on around them, who can, when they see a person hit by a car lying in the road, they won't be afraid to act. When they see a person being bullied, they won't be afraid to intervene. There are ways to do this without being brutally confrontational, and that is a responsibility of every parent in the world today because change starts with our children with things like this. Exactly. I mean, we we can we can all change as adults. We can have we can stand around the water cooler at work and talk about these things. That's all. That's wonderful. No matter where you start, you're making a difference, and that's wonderful. Mm. But our children exactly. are casualties of our own behavior as adults. The children are casualties because no one is addressing the situations that our children witness every day, whether it's in real life at school, whether it's on the street at the mall, whether it's on TV in a program. The kids are like little sponges, and every parent, every adult should know that. Everyone should know that. Sorry, interrupting. Have you got the link for that um, very powerful advert? You, You sent it. Do you remember? The the the, uh, the one I was just talking about, the kid on the school bus. No, it was the one where you know when it, it finishes the advert and it's got the the dad's throwing stones at the dog and the the son's doing the same. Oh my heavenly days! Oh my heavenly days! I I've been thinking about that for the last five minutes. I thought everything you're talking about is that is so powerful. It's just absolutely amazing. It's just you know what. Ev- that should be on every single television in the world. Yes, it should. You, here we go. Um, I found one very similar to it. Absolutely. Uh, I will post this right now. Uh, here again. Unfortunately, I see so many, and and I know everyone around the world does. This is not isolated to this country, but too many parents. Uh, turn their children into latchkey kids. And a latchkey child is this. Both parents are working. Um, they parent, there's no one home when the kid gets home from school. They have a little rope or a little chain around their neck with a little house key on it. The child comes home. They're alone. They have no supervision. Um, you know, the child is left to them for themselves. And parents have got to, today, start interacting with their children, and the, here it is, so here is exactly what you're talking about, the um, children. Do, do you know, Kathy, you're absolute right about that, you know, with um, children coming into the home and there's nobody there, but again, yeah. you know, this is because of the fact that a lot of parents now, because of the way that the world's gone, they, yeah, they've coming. got to go to work. The economy, you're exactly right. But unfortunately... It's just a big, vicious circle with it. Everything's just a big, vicious circle. It's just... Well, Sue, what I was going to finish before I went to find that video, these parents... But it, but it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't stop with just a child coming home. And I do realize the parents have to work. But what has happened to the era where families ate dinner together? What happened yep. to the era when everyone sat down together? And, you know, what was the highlight of your day? 
what was was there a problem today? You talk to your children. You listen to your children. And the same is true for children. Talk to your parents. If your parents aren't initiating conversation, stand in the kitchen and talk to mom while she's cooking. Go out in the workshop and talk to dad while he's repairing that whatever. Um, you know, it, it, it's really going to have to take place and take place quick because all we have is each other, and what you mentioned earlier about 5% of the population being government, well, people fear our government, and that's not the yep. way it should be. That's not the way Absolutely. it should be. The, the government should be paying attention to the people. And, Absolutely. you know, we, I, I told someone the other day, I said, yes, you know, you may laugh at me or criticize me because I'm different, but I laugh at you because you're all the same. Yeah, and exactly. I am not I just, one of those people. Yeah, I just want to say to you, Kathy, about you know you're saying about bullying and everything. We'll very quickly go on to that. I, yes. I've obviously got um, Kimberly. She went to um, a secondary school near us, and she was getting bullied. I went uh-huh. into that school. I don't know how many times, and told them there was an issue going off. And the one day, I went in there, and my words were this to them. You have got exactly one day to sort out this issue. If you do not sort out this issue, then I will be taking my child out of school. And they said, no, but she's got to come to school. I said, yes. I said, but I would not put her in any other building in the world if I knew that she was going to be picked on, if she's going to get bullied, if it could be that I come home one day and she's committed suicide or anything. I wouldn't put her in any other building to get what she's getting here. And I am damned if I am going to bring her to school to do exactly the same thing. And if you want to fight me in court for that, you can just go ahead and do it because every single time I will fight you more because it comes back to my kids. And this is the trouble. They have got bullying policies at schools. And let's face it, if your kid is saying to you, I'm being bullied, be grateful that they've talked to you and told you. There is loads of parents out there that wish that their daughter or their son had told them that they were being bullied because they've gone home and they've committed suicide. They've took drugs, they've slit their throat or their neck or what? Their neck or their throat, that was a good one. Or their wrists or whatever. And it's too late for them. If right. your child has come to you and said that they are being bullied, you go to the top. You do not mess about. The one thing I always say to people is, Ask them before you start with your ranting. Ask them what their bullying policies are and ask them for a copy. You have got rights. Ask them for the policies. But I would not put my kids in any of the building. I wouldn't let them go to anybody's house or anything else if I knew they were getting bullied. So why should I send them into school? It's just totally wrong. Totally wrong. And the other thing is everything's so mad. I mean... I, my daughter says to me sometimes, oh, Joe Bloggs has done this, Mum, and he, he lost five minutes. And Janet was getting knocked about and everything. And I said to Janet, make sure you just stand up for yourself. If it gets too far, I'll be in, okay? Yeah. She had actually said to this lad, just leave me alone, and he, she'd raised her voice or something at him. She, got, she had to stop in for a break time. I'm thinking, hold on a minute. Uh, he's been bullying her and she gets five minutes. She retaliates to something he's done, and she gets more than what he got. What's going on here? You know what I mean? So I have yep. always said to my kids this. I always say to them, you go to school, and if ever there's an issue, you try and resolve it. If it doesn't get resolved, you come back and talk to me about it, and I will go in and I will sort it. 
We had one day when Jamie had had an incident at school. He was very upset, and Kimberly texted me and said, Mum, Jamie's upset. He's really, he's very, very upset. Something's gone on, and he's crying. They didn't ring me up, but I wasn't far away from the school, so I went in, and the teacher's face dropped because they were literally sat in the reception area with my son crying. So I walked in. I said, hiya, mate. Are you all right? And he went, no, Mum, I want to go home. And I went, just give me five minutes, mate. And she said, uh, this teacher said, oh, hello, Miss Davis. I said, oh, hello. I said, what's going on here? She said, oh, um, he's just had a, had a little bit of an accident. And everything. He's upset. I said, upset? I said, he's sobbing. I said, he's, he's sobbing his heart out. And she said, oh, but he'll, he'll be okay. I went, he won't be okay. And he obviously is not okay. And why have you got him sat here? And another teacher came to me and said, Miss Davis, would you like to go to another room? I said, that would be excellent. And then we went into this other room. We're discussing all about it and everything. And then Jamie said, can we go home now, Mum? And this teacher said, no, Jamie, you will not be going home. You will be going back to class. And she was so too much for him. Do you know what I mean? He couldn't take it. And, I, and she looked at me and I went, no, Miss Bunny, I think you'll find you're mistaken. Jamie will be coming home with me in two minutes once me and you have had a private chat and he just goes to get his bag. Good for you. There is no way I am going to leave my son or my daughters in that situation where they get so upset that they can hardly talk and they can hardly breathe. Yes. No chance. Absolutely no chance. And this is the trouble. Again, Kathy, people are so busy with work and everything else, they haven't even got time to go in the schools. If they're working from half past eight till half past four, they can't even go to the school. You're exactly right. And and so how much more is going on for these kids? Do you know what I mean? I just think... There's so many that just really aren't having the support that they need. And then we worry and we're saying kids aren't taking it in. Kids won't do this, something, or the other. We're letting them down. You're exactly right. We're not standing up for what we believe. Never mind what the kids stand up for, what they believe. Sue, it's pure abandonment. It's abandonment on the part of the parents. They're abandoning their own child, the one person they should protect, the one person they should listen to. And be there for. Yet everything yep. else is more important. The sale at the mall, the TV show they devoted that day. Um, <clears throat> everything else is more important. You know, having a drink by the pool. Um, you know, mom and dad don't even talk to one another anymore. How was your day? You know, mom doesn't know who dad works with. Dad doesn't know who mom works with. But that, regardless of that, they should both want to know who their child's friends are because the children are our future. And I know I repeat myself, but it's only because I'm trying to get this point across. Um, that that commercial that I just posted about, you know, children do what they see, that is a very, very powerful thing. And that combined, the, the, the child that we see in these videos, the children that we're talking about, they're going to grow up, you know, thank heaven, they'll grow up. And what kind of adult will they be? We have a, a, a government that is corrupt. We have law enforcement that is corrupt. So all that combined together makes for a ticking time bomb. So it's yep. only going to get worse unless these things change. I would like to ask anyone who's listening, please call in. If you have any ideas that we can use, if you, you know, that we as a, as a general population can use, if you have anything you want to contribute, if you have anything you'd like to pursue or myself or both of us to research, 
please do not hesitate to call in. I love nothing more than for someone to challenge me and make me think, because what we're trying to do, people, is make you think. So if anyone's out there who wants to call in, please feel free. See, the number is 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. And, and do you know what? You're right, Kathy. Again, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, children and respecting the police. But like I always say to everybody, it's a two-way thing. Respect comes to those that deserve it. That's what I'm talking you, you about. That, that, absolutely. When, when you have an angry child, though, that's going to grow up into a teenager, and you've got a police force out there that has not been properly trained, and that child, as a teenager or a young adult, comes in contact with a corrupt law enforcement officer, there's your time bomb right there. So the children yes. have to be guided, and the law enforcement has to be trained to deal with these situations, and to when a child is present, just like these uh, police officers who are shooting these dogs, these family pets, they're shooting these dogs when the animal is in close proximity of the child. Uh, you know, uh, what, what happened to their training? What happened to their training? And I know in this country, and I'm going to, y'all may think I'm crazy comparing it to this, but... A person who is a mortgage lender, a mortgage broker, and they are making, they are taking your application for a home loan, and they get all your information. Every year, that broker, in order to maintain their license, has to go through what's called a continuing education class. The same thing is true for real estate brokers who sell the property. Now, why is law enforcement not required to go through continuing education every year? To remind them, and I say that kindly, to remind them of why they're wearing that badge. Yeah. And our children, the continuing education needs to be an ongoing daily thing at home. And, you know, I have friends who have children, and I am so thankful that their friends don't hesitate to leave their children in my company because they know that that child will be protected as if that child were my own. That child is my responsibility. So Hillary Clinton, uh, former President Clinton's wife, made a comment, it takes a village to raise a child. I think what I'm I'm getting to here is that, uh, and and you know where to draw the line, my goodness, you don't try and and take control of a child's life, but as, as a village of the world, it's our responsibility to protect the children and to, if, if you see a problem or see something happen, you know, discuss it with their parents. Let them know that there's a danger to your child or that your child's involved with the wrong group or, you know, teachers need to get more involved with the children. And I, I don't, I, I guess I could go on and on about that rant, but I have a very special place in my heart for children because they are the innocence of the world. And the way the world is today, that innocence is being robbed from them. Their innocence is being robbed, and that's not fair. So what do we as adults, as citizens of this world, what do we do? And that's something I want everyone to think about. And this is where I'd like some ideas from you callers. Um, has anyone been in this situation? Does anyone have experience with this? What, what was the outcome of your situation? I would. I'd love to hear from somebody, wouldn't you, Sue? Yep, yep. 
And this is the thing, we need, it's good to have people to call in, and, and I love to hear other sides of the story as well. You know, people may, yeah. might say, no, that's not the case, it's like this, this, and this. You know, that's brilliant. Call in. 347-327-9694. Right, I'm just to let everybody know, um, we've got the Hey Mr. Government Globally page that literally has got all the links of our show. Now, we're just going to have a little tune. And we will be back in just a couple of minutes. So uh, get uh, all your pens and papers ready for any more information that will be forwarding to you. And we'll yes. be back in just a couple of minutes. I sit away. There's an angel. Contemplate my faith. Do they know the places where we go when we're gray and old? Cause I have been told that salvation lets their wings unfold. So when I'm lying in my bed, Thoughts running from my head And I feel that love is dead I'm loving angels instead And through it
Hello, and welcome back to the Ask Sue show. And I, of course, got my little soul sister with me, uh, Kathy. And tonight we are definitely women on a mission. Um, thank you very much to everybody's in the chat room who's sharing links and all sorts, and it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, thank you very much to the person who's just give, had a little conversation with, and I will look at the links that you have um, forward to me via email, and I will have a look at them after the show as well. Um, Kathy, let me go back to where we where were we up to. We were talking about children, weren't we? Um, have you got any other stories that you want to put to that, or are we going to have well, other things to move on to? I, I've got some, yeah, some other things to move on to. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead and let's move on. We, we've got less than an hour to go, so we have a lot to talk about here. Yep, so go on, you carry on. I just heard you say you've got something, so you carry on while I just have a look at this link, actually. Well, we were talking about corruption in the government, and um, that the web link I spoke of earlier, Infowars.com, that is a, a wonderful, wonderful link to gather information. I will post this site again. I do want to share with you a video that I watched today regarding survival tips. And I, wow, I was quite, 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 well, my, I have my chat room just crashed, so I have to reload that. Um, the, this website, InfoWars, gives you a lot of great information, links you can go to to help you garner more information. But this one site that I was on in particular mentioned survival techniques that, Honestly, I was quite impressed, and I didn't know a fraction of these things. And here again, with the failing economy, um, security the way it is, um, uh, there's going to be an uprising, not only in this country, but in the world. And we all need to be prepared because in a situation like that, you're only going to have yourself to protect your family. Um, Here again, I am waiting for my, my chat room page to come back up because... It crashed, so I can't post anything just yet. Um, this one thing that I was talking about um, earlier with the FEMA and taking over our government because in the event that there would be a, a catastrophic event in this country, a nuclear weapon, um, mass poisoning, a terrorist attack, whatever, FEMA is the organization that comes in to pick up where the government at that time will leave off. Um, there are some things, some articles talking about where, and this is all documented. This is not something that I pulled out of my brain. This is all documented. Here in this country, there are actually huge areas of land that have been bought and mass grave sites have been built. Now, I just stumbled upon this information today, and it, the, the sources that it came from, the photographs, um, FEMA's involved in this. Now, think about it, people. That just is so reminiscent of the Holocaust when you start talking about mass grave sites. But in the event that you have a catastrophe where 100,000 people die, what happens at that point? Where do all these bodies go? How are they processed for burial? Then you have religious beliefs that come into place, how a body is buried. Um, these are all things that, of course, no one wants to think about, but this is something that we all need to do something about as far as educating ourselves goes. 
as soon as my page comes back up, I am going to share a couple of these links with you because when you can look at a farmer's land that was purchased by the government and see where they have literally scooped out mass grave sites with plastic coffins sitting on the side, this is no Photoshop picture. This is no joke. This is something that apparently our government knows something that we don't. And just like the other night, I was watching a video about China. And, excuse me, if you Google China, the dying rooms, D-Y-I-N-G, rooms, the dying rooms, because China is so heavily overpopulated, and you do understand there's a one-child law in China right now. Everyone wants a male heir in China. So they are literally, and here again, people, this is not something that I'm exaggerating on. You can find articles and videos about this. Um, in order to help population control in China, they are actually eradicating the female babies. And people who have female children and do not want to keep them, put them in these orphanages. And a group of investigators from Australia and America were, um, they made the video I watched the other night, going around to these orphanages and seeing these infants, these babies, literally side by side on a bench, tied by their ankles and by their wrists, uh, with so much uh, clothing, cloth, where there should be diapers because the babies sit there for 12 to 24 hours, even longer, with no diaper change. So they're sitting in their own waste. And when one child gets sick, they don't treat it, and they put it in a darkened room called the dying room. And, Sue, I think I told you, but I know I told you about this video. They have yeah. one little girl, my mean and my meaning in Chinese means no name. She was ill. The nurses took and put her in this room with no windows and no light, and she was in there for 10 days. The investigators stumbled upon her. They unwrapped her, and Sue, I began to sob uncontrollably because I was looking at an infant months old that looked like a tragic victim of the Holocaust in Germany. The child's face was sunk in. Her little rib cage was showing. The child had wrinkles on her face because there was no fat on her body. And they were waiting on her to pass. The investigators, they had their choice but to leave her there. Uh, I mean, they're in a foreign country. What could they do? They called back three days later to check on her, and she had passed away. Now, I know that story is horrific, and yes, I was hesitant to tell you on the radio, but this is reality, people. So depopulation is a technique that is considered and often put in place by several governments, all governments. And is it, is it moral? Is it humane? Absolutely not. I can't. I can't even put in the words because I can't say these words on the air. But we are we are facing something here, people. And if you think about the, re, the, the what's going to happen, the recourse of the situation when the economy fails in this country, United States, and the banking system falls apart, and you have 
no money. You have no access to money. The welfare system and the food stamp system falls apart. No one has food stamps to buy food with. These people are already struggling, so they have no stockpiles of food in their home. They have no water stockpile in their home. So what are they going to do? The mobs are going to start attacking homes where they think there is food and water. So you're going to need to be prepared to protect your family, to defend your home. Because can you imagine your child begging for water? Can you imagine your child begging for that last bit of bread that's supposed to last you a week? Now, I'm quoting an article that I read today, and as horrific as it is, and some of you may decide to tune out of this radio show because I'm speaking of this, but here again, this is one of those situations that it's reality. It is not something that I've concocted in my head. Um, I'm going to share something with you. It's a website called It's About Survival Tips. And if you don't watch anything else from this radio show today, I am begging you as someone who cares about humanity to take a moment and listen. It is not a video like YouTube. It is a video where you listen and you can read the words as you listen to it. And I'm telling you, it absolutely um, it made an impact on me and I could not pull my eyes away from it. Thank you for doing the Dying Room Special Report, Sue. I appreciate that so much. This next thing, survival tips that I just posted, please, please, copy and paste that right now somewhere where you won't lose it. You cannot pause the video and you cannot, I mean, once you start it, you either listen to it or you have to reload the page. So please hold off on that until after the show. I think you will all be just as surprised as I was. Um, also, right now, it was brought to my attention, MTV, MTV, which is what our teenagers listen to and watch, is the most popular channel on TV for the younger generation. The MTV is now running commercials about martial law. They're running commercials, too, about martial law. How can, how can anyone see that and think that this is not a reality? How yep. can you how can anyone have a family, whether it's a husband and wife, or whether you have children, or whether like like me, I'm alone. I cannot ignore this. Exactly. I want to be prepared. I want to be prepared. I am um, going to try and find. Let me see. Um, martial law is the imposition of military rule by military authorities over designated regions on an emergency basis. Now, what that means basically, people, is our police department is no longer in effect. That's when they bring the armed forces in to rule over the people. And that is, I'm putting the definition up right there. For all of you who don't know, there it is, right there. Um, it's the, ex the exercise of government and control by military authorities over a civilian population. Uh, there have also been articles posted this past week of Black Hawk helicopters, which are war helicopters. Black Hawk helicopters doing practice drill flights over major cities in this country. Does that get your attention, anyone? Mm -hmm. I mean, 
You've got Blackhawk helicopters flying over Chicago. Now, I'm just using these cities as, as an example. But flying over New York, Chicago, Detroit, large cities, and you've got Blackhawks flying over the, the tops of the high-rises downtown, that is, um, if that's not a wake-up call, I don't know what is. Exactly. So what what do you have to add to this? I'm, I'm looking for things here. Um, well, my, to be honest, obviously that's um, I, I'm a bit in the the dark like everybody else with that. So that's good that you know all about that because obviously I'm in the UK, so it's. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, people surely, I mean, even just ordinary Joe blogs must be looking up the sky, looking at these helicopters, thinking, why exactly are they there? If if they okay, they're just practicing. Okay, well, you obviously think there's a possibility that something's going to come, or you know something more than we know. And, I mean, and that's somebody who's not in the U.S., so obviously I haven't seen it, but what I'm saying is if I saw helicopters going over my house like that, I'd be saying, well, why are they out and about for? And and really, what what is a drill? It's preparation for a real-life event. Well, why would they be doing a drill over a major American city if they're talking about crop dusting in Kansas, not you know that there's a reason a drill is a real life practice run. So exactly. you know, here again, Americans, wake up, please. Again, look at that link I just posted. A few up survival tips. That's the most important link that I think I can share with you today. Also, this last link I posted about prison planet. Uh, that link right there. And we all know that I have to throw in something about the Illuminati on every government show we have. I don't know who I'll watch. Pardon me? I was just going to say to you, because, sorry interrupting, but you know when you said before, you know, about the fact that six months ago, I didn't know what, that is one of the first things that I watched that I thought, hold on a minute. What's going on here? This and it was an eye opener. So if you can find that link to that one video, is it? It's wasn't it? It's quite a long one, isn't it? What about the Illuminati? Yeah, there's that one that because um, Whitney Houston was on it and all sorts, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, I, I'm I'm going right now to my folder of the uh, Asu show. I keep all my programs from the past, so I will go back right now and. Um, Yes, I'm pulling out the Illuminati show right now. Uh, this, uh, the video I just posted, the PrismPlanet.tv. Uh, this talks about the Super Bowl halftime show with Beyonce, and there were countless references made to the Illuminati. Countless references made. I mean, blatant hand signals. The, yeah. the pyramid hand signals. And, you know, since you and I have been talking about this and doing the show, I have asked so many of my personal friends if they know about the Illuminati. And, Sue, I am never, I mean, I am constantly amazed at the response I get. No, what? I've never heard of it. What is that? Mm -hmm. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, to know that my friends, uh, don't know about the Illuminati. Um, this one that I'm getting ready to put up, I think this is the one that really talks about the Whitney Houston death. And even in this video, she walked in on a an interview on stage 
and give Not Brandy so. a note, and you hear, this is before she died, you hear her in the video say, they tried to kill me again, I almost drowned. Now, how did Whitney Houston die? She drowned. Hmm. I'm about it's to funny, it. isn't it? It's, it's, I mean, the, all these signs are right in front of us, and we're not paying attention. Um, I mean, how can, for, for, I mean, let's be selfish. For our own sake, for our own life, how can we not pay attention to this? How can we not have an awareness about something that's going on right under our noses? Um, here is another video I want to explain also. This video talks about the 13 the most powerful families, the families that rule the world. And it's the 13 families. Um, it's the Oppenheimers, the Schiff. I hear again, people, it's too much to talk about in detail right now at this late time in the show. But um, here again, please keep these links and look at them, check them out. You owe it to yourself. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, I expect you all to look at them because I took the time to find them. Oh, no, 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 no. I, you know, my responsibility ends with myself. I looked at I found them. I looked at them. You know, I, I could be done. But no, because I, my, my, my duty is awareness. Sue's duty is awareness. And we're, we're, we're sharing this information with you. Um, I do want to say there's a video here that talks about the Illuminati. Uh, I, I want let me share a couple of links I want you to be able to read about the Illuminati before watching these videos. And this is a, one called um, The 50 Awful Things About the Illuminati. And when you read these, you will see clearly what we are referring to. And if you look in your wallet and you have a dollar bill, you see the pyramid in the corner of your dollar bill. You see the all-seeing eye over the pyramid in that dollar bill. And now that I have pointed these things out to you, if you don't know already what they represent, by reading this information we're sharing with you, you'll be able to understand the horror and the danger because this is all tied in with New World Order. And that's another thing that we talk about on the show usually every single week, New World Order. And it is alive and well. Uh, New World Order, actually I have an article I someone posted to my Facebook page the other day where an Australian politician was publicly stating that we are in place, the world is in place now for New World Order to begin, that within the next couple of years, within the next year, within months, who knows? But knowing that everything around the world is in place is enough to scare me. And, yes, I'm scared. It has got my yeah. attention. Exactly. I cannot see my eye. You know, Sue, so I've enjoyed doing these shows with you because in doing so, in doing the research, Research, excuse me. I am able to learn so much myself, and it's it's the fact that it allows me to share with you. And you know, you and I share a lot of stuff during the week that you know we we don't always just do it on on the shows. We, you know, we probably message back and forth. This See, is another um, video. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, and I'm just thinking for Joe Public, who's thinking. 
Oh, it won't affect me, you know, because it's such a big thing. The, the, I've just put the link in there that's showing even, um, and I've forgotten his name, Mark of Facebook, the one who owns Facebook, and he does an interview, and he says, uh, the interviewer says to him, oh, well, um, you look very hot and you're sweating, and she says, oh, yeah, she says, um, take off your hoodie, and she, he says, I never take off my hoodie, I've always got my hoodie on. And he literally takes his hoodie off, and inside he says this the, this was the Facebook um, sign, if you like, and it was also inside was all the different things that Facebook is about and all of their goals and everything else. He takes mm-hmm. it off, and she looks at it, and the interviewer's words were, this looks like something of the Illuminati sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very quickly, to ordinary people who don't think the Illuminati will con- will is in touch with you or whatever, hey, hold on a minute. Just look how controlling Facebook is. The yes. government don't even need to do a world survey because we put everything on Facebook every single day. We exactly. put when we're going out. We put when we're going in. We put what date, our date of birth. We put a connection to our mobile phone. Mobile phones can pick up where you are. You say where you are, how many children you are, you've got your your pictures and everything else to go with it. And it's all in one place. And all the government has to do is just flick through. Then he started up with a graph search or whatever he calls it. And, and that is just like a better filing system for the government to actually be able to find you. They can click in your name and all your pictures and all your things. It's all in one thing. It, it gives a whole new meaning to the word surveillance, doesn't it? Oh, and, and, and we're falling for it, hook, line, and singer. Even me, even Kathy, even everybody. Except yeah. I don't even put like my proper date of birth on there. My yeah. mobile phone is not on there anymore, and loads of different things because I won't put them on. Mhm. Mhm. I, I do want to say this. I, I'm going to post the link to my personal page right now. If anyone would like for me to forward you information, please friend me and ask specifically for that. I am more than willing. I will drop what I'm doing in order to help you educate yourself. I will do anything I can. I realize that Sue has these links posted, but I have articles and articles and articles, uh, beyond um, keep going articles, about the Illuminati. Because, uh, for example, this past Monday, and Tuesday, by 5 o'clock, Tuesday afternoon, from 6 o'clock until I finally, from 6 a.m. on Monday until 5 p.m. on Tuesday, I spent 23 out of 36, 35 hours on my computer. And Sue will tell you, I was beyond tired. And I did the same thing on Wednesday. And I did the same thing on Thursday. And yesterday, quite frankly, I had hit the wall. I had put far more than 80 hours into my research, both for the show and for my personal information. And here again, it's all up to us as individuals to bring the enlightenment and awareness to ourselves. And it's our duty to share what we learn with others. And if people won't listen to you, move on to the next one. Don't waste your time trying to open the mind of someone who don't who won't listen. But three things we have to do: open our mind, open our heart, and open our ears and eyes. Four things. You know, just because you don't look at it does not make it not true. It's still there. It's not going away. 
So here again, please feel free to friend, my, friend request me. I'm more than happy to accept. Just please make a notation that you heard on the Sue Show, the Ask Sue Show. Please let me know where you heard about it. Uh, I don't accept uh, invitations or prayer requests from people that I have no mutual friends with. So um, please, as I mentioned, please feel free to friend me. So I'm looking at my other notes here on the Illuminati, and I just, <clears throat> excuse me, I have so many articles that I can't post, but uh, I do need to, I, perhaps I can go onto the page, the Ask Sue page, and make a note page and publish some of these articles that I have because they're just so informative. Um, well, I, we can all, you can, uh, you're on the Hey Mr. Government page, aren't you? Yes, I can, yes, uh-huh. Well, we can post them all in there, couldn't we? Absolutely. I'm more than happy to do that because I have a lot of information here to share, and that's that's what I, I want to do. That's why I have it. Um, goodness me, here is, I just opened another page. This is a video where Jamie Foxx, who is allegedly in the Illuminati, for Americans, Jamie Foxx is known as a comedian, and in this particular video, he talks about our president, Obama, being our God and Savior. And that made my blood run cold. Um, I, I won't even start that conversation because everyone knows how I feel about our president. But what I want to do is not give you opinion. I want to give you resources that you can go and look at yourself. Um, I do, I'm going to start posting links. Right here because we are we got about 20 more minutes on the show. Um, this article here is about the president's wife, Michelle Obama, involvement in, in the Illuminati. Now this right here, um, let me see. This is a Kesha. I hope I hope I can get this whole link in there. Kesha is a musician um, here in America, very very popular. And in this particular video, there are blatant signs. And I'm, I, I can't, I mean, you're, they're drawing you a picture in this video. And it is her Die Young album, her Die Young video. Let me see if I have all of that link. Yes, okay. I have all that link. Um, that PacaAlertPress.com, that is the Kesha link. And these are videos, as I mentioned, if you just take a look at them, you'll have a much clearer understanding. Here's a list of alleged Illuminati members, and you're going to find members from the royal family. And if you take this list and cross-reference it to the list I supposed I put up earlier about the 13 bloodlines, it all will come together. And it's I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this massive amount of research that I've done and I'm connecting the dots and I am seeing a common thread between all this information that came from all different sources. It's 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 very scary. I just wish I had a great big blackboard the size of a room that I could sit and post all this on and see your expressions when you see some of these things. Yeah. Um it, it, I, I, see, I get speechless. I, I, it makes me sad, Sue, that people yeah. are not awake. It just makes exactly. me sad. 
Exactly. Also, I do want to post this. This will really disturb you. Um, this is in the Denver, Colorado airport. There is a mural on the wall, and I want you to see this video. Um, the mural it's scary. I mean, it, it's a beautiful mural as far as the actual talent of the artist, but it actually displays um, what I perceive to be Arabic soldiers. Uh, you know the way an Arabic sword is shaped. You know, it, 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 it's shaped. It's not a straight, like a, a butter, like a cutting knife. It's not a straight sword. It's a curved sword. This armed forces. Um, person has the Arabic sword in his hand and he is killing the dove of peace, the white dove of peace. And there are, there's an image that resembles the World Trade Center and it's crumbled in the top right of the mural. Seriously, I can't, I can't describe this mural to you. It's just this is one of the top three videos I'd like you to take a look at. And it is New World Order art. And these are all subliminal messages. When, you know, like this one man was interviewed, and he's a frequent traveler. He sees that mural all the time. Well, that's subliminal conditioning. We don't have to be spoken to directly. We don't have to read something over and over again or hear it over and over again. Our mind sees it, and it's conditioning. So that's just one of the, the subliminal ways of getting that transformation made in people's minds by our government, that repeated message over and over and over again. Um, I'm still trying to find some links here, so thank you for tweaking my memory here about my past shows that I still have these links for. Um, it's okay. I want to post one more from the show, and this particular video mentions, uh, or this article, excuse me, it's uh, the conspiracy theory that uh, connects Jay-Z, the, the rap musician, and Queen Elizabeth. Like I mentioned, the royal family is implicated in a lot of this Illuminati material that I'm finding. And my 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 perception of this or actually, it's the reality of it. So I can't go. I, how can I go to 30 different sites, 30 different resources, and read yeah. the same information? It's 30 different totally non-related sources that is giving me, an average citizen, information that's the same. So, I, you know, I, I don't know how anyone can turn their back on something that's staring us in the face. It's actually tapping us on the shoulder saying, hey, <laughs> I'm right here behind you. You better wake up or I'm going to devour you. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, these people who come to us in the 11th hour when they're in trouble, with uh, they need an event circulated. Oh, please share, share, share. Well, golly. <laughs> you know, I mean, how how can you think? come to us after all this time and expect us to pull a rabbit out of our hats with something effective when we should have been promoting this all along. You know, yep. this transformation can't happen overnight. 
And Sue, I thank you every week, but I want to thank you again for giving me an opportunity and a platform where I can come on and share with the listeners out there. And I know not everyone enjoys listening to me. That's okay, but the ones who do, I thank you because y'all are the motivation and the inspiration that drives me to continue finding out information that can help help save this world. And we may not be able to save the world, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to go down in a ball of smoke trying. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And if we all just and if we all just did that, Kathy, what a better world it would be. Absolutely. You know, we can't bring down the mountain all at once, but golly, if we all chip away at it little by little, we're making an effort. We're making a difference. Bringing about any amount of awareness. So I'm going to turn it over to you for a minute, Sue, because my throat's dry and <clears throat> I'm going to get some of the drink here. <laughs> well, as usual, we're not. We're going to end up not having an, enough time for everything that we wanted to speak about. So I'm very quickly going to do a quick um, blast at everything. Firstly, I want to very quickly mention to people that I have been disgusted to find out this week that Findus beef lasagnas in the UK have actually been found out to be 100% horse meat. These were beef lasagnas, apparently, but they've actually said that they contain 100% of horse meat. You know, not like a few percent because it's whatever, 100. Now, um, I can't wait to see the outcome of this because I can't wait for them to tell me it's a computer error or it was printed wrong or, you know, uh, they went to the wrong slaughterhouse to pick up the wrong thing and they didn't realize it was a horse. Do you know what I mean? I, I can't wait to hear all this, but... What got me was a comment from one MP that turned around and said um, he believes that it's been going on for quite some time. Oh, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest that Mr. Government did actually know something was going on, and I am certain, like everybody else has been thinking, looking for a cheaper option. Excuse me, we are human beings. We're not going to be taken lightly. But then, like everybody else, I'm now thinking, what on earth is in the rest of our food? I don't even think what they've put in place of chicken. It doesn't oh, even God. bear to think about. You know, it, it gets to the stage you want to... I mean, we've been going on about labelling of foods and everything else and how much of this, that and the other is in all of these different things. Labelling? <laughs> labelling? You may as well put it in a, black, in, in a white box now because anything you say on a box, none of us are actually going to believe because you've done it before to us and you've told us that it was beef and it was actually horse. You know, and, and one comment was, it's okay, it won't kill you. Oh, well, well, that's all right then. We'll start killing sparrows out of our hedges and we'll put little baby birds in our, in our chicken pieces because it doesn't matter, it's not going to kill us. Oh, well, that's all right then. Why didn't you see? I mean, God forbid that somebody should have an allergic reaction to horse or something, you know, because they're allergic to it. Or, you know, for goodness sake, they've got other stuff that they've put in it that we didn't know were in it. We go to the hospital and they say, what have you eaten? Well, we've ate a beef lasagna. And they do things because they think that we've eaten beef lasagna, not horse. You know, does, does that give them the right to be able to do whatever they want just because they said it's okay because we're not going to die from it? I think that, again, I think the world has gone absolutely mad, and I'm quite disgusted by the fact that it's quite a well-known company as well, Findus, um, and so obviously that's going to knock a lot of things 
And then I also think about the fact that all that stuff is actually obviously good. Most of it will be chucked. I'm going to say most because who knows what the government will do. Probably repackage it and put it back out there again. Who knows? But I just think it's disgusting, Cathy, because we just don't know now what's on the packages. It's sort of lost confidence. And I must admit, I've always ate chicken and beef and all sorts, but it does make you wonder now what exactly we're eating. What else have they, have the governments or whoever said, actually, it's okay. They're daft enough. They won't actually notice it. I think it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, my next little thing was I saw in, um, me and Bill were watching some videos about some of the women that were being stoned um, in Iran and all different, um, obviously abroad in Pakistan and all sorts, stoning women to death. Now, I watched this and this particular one that we watched was uh, where this woman was literally being kicked the hell out of. And I mean proper kicked by like 20, 30 blokes, Okay. If that was not bad enough, the fact that she's bleeding, she's bruised, she's crying, she's... I mean, you can imagine the state of this poor woman with 30 blokes kicking the hell out of her. Then one went and got a breeze block and dropped it on her head. I will be putting this into the Hey Mr. Government page. I must be honest, I can't find a link at this moment. But they dropped a breeze block on her head. Again. I want to just say to our governments, are you blind, stupid, or what? Because at the end of the day, these are people. These are human beings. This is not right. If we, us as Joe Public, can see that it's not right, why is the government not doing anything? We're all about wars, fighting wars and everything. You can see this. It's on the internet. It's right in front of you. You can see the culprits. You don't need to just go and bomb them. You need to talk to these people. Do you mean? We need to be changing laws here. This, it, this just should not be happening it's totally totally wrong and that is right in front of their eyes and they still don't want to do anything about it and then obviously um i don't know if you've got anything to go with kathy but i obviously want to mention this guy called chris and i'm hoping i've left this link open because i've just shut some links open i'm hoping i've just left it open just one second let me find it um and i'm just absolutely blown away by the fact that we have got a guy who's actually doing as pretty well what me and Kathy have been saying to all of you to stand up and not to hide away and everything else. And I have lost this link. Oh, how annoying. Hold on one second. Um, do you know what? I've had that link open all the time, and now it's not there. Um, but this guy called Chris, he's um, obviously an ex-police officer. Have you got the link about Kathy? It's Chris Dorner, D-O-R-N-E-R. -E I'm getting really annoyed now because I've got it satting, sat right there looking at me. And uh, it's disappeared. Right, let me find it. I've got it. I think I've got it now. My, my internet just wants to do a real go slow when I want to have a very quick rant. Um, yeah, right. Minus yep, two. Yep, I've got it. <laughs> Christopher Jordan Dorner. Accused LAPD cop shooter remains at large as manhunt continues. Um, very quickly, a massive manhunt underway for the in the California mountains for a fired policeman accused of three murders who declared war on law enforcement officers and their families in a rambling internet, internet manifesto. Officers have, are obviously searching for this guy, but he has actually put things on Facebook suggesting so many different things about the police officers and what they've done. <coughs> He's... Um, obviously been bringing 
Oh, so many things, doesn't he, Kathy? You know, about what what officers have done. He's trying to bring it out there, and he's been ignored by so many people that now he's literally stepping up to the mark and saying, you're not listening to me, so now I'll draw the attention from the whole world to see exactly what's going on. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a support page, too. Do you have that link? No, I don't. I've just found the one with the... Um, is news report. Let me just put this on there. I think I must have shot um, literally um, shut a group of my pages down somewhere. Okay, I, I have something to post too. Um, talking about Chris Dorner and this situation, uh, please do your research on Chris Dorner. Google the um, information. I'm going to write his name right here. Um, but <clears throat> something was brought to my attention last night. And these two people happened to be from Brooklyn, New York, and they brought up something that happened back in 1988, and it is very similar to what happened to Chris Dorner. And this man's name was Larry Davis, and I am going to share this link with you, and it will tell you the whole story, the death of Larry Davis. He was actually killed in prison but he went to prison because of his association and participation with a group of corrupt police officers in New York City. And they would bust people and take the drugs, give them to Larry, have him sell them on the street, and then give the money back to them. Now, this is, you know, corruption is not a new problem, people. It's just spiraled out of control. It's been going on for decades, 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 decades. So here again, make yourself aware, open your eyes and your mind, and pay attention to these things because this is it's not ending. The beginning was long ago. It's just escalated into a huge problem in this country. Uh, so we're giving you something now that's a current situation going on with Chris Dorner, and then I'm giving you something from 1988 that happened very similar situations to Larry Davis. Um, you know, we, if, if, if you think these are just two random situations, not hardly. These are just two isolated incidents that happened decades apart, and how many times do you think this happened in between? This is yeah. where my mind goes. You know, I am, I am horrified at each individual incident, but immediately I might I have to wonder, whoa, what happened during all that time in between? It's not coming up a blank. There's something going on. Exactly. So we've given you so much to think about, uh, I guess. We've given you uh, the Illuminati. We've given you corruption in the police department. We've given you survival tips. We've talked about children and bullying. I mean, we've we've covered a lot of a lot of different territory here, a lot of different uh, subjects, a lot of territories. Uh, here again, if anyone wants any information that's not posted in the NSU's group, I am more than happy to forward anything to you upon request. And Sue was always so courteous and so accommodating to spread the awareness and educate people. She's got what she doesn't have, I've got, and what I don't have, she has. So <laughs> <laughs> we do try and cover all the bases, don't we, Sue? And we haven't we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg. So yeah. And, uh, and I, I want to extend this to everyone, too. If there's something you've heard about or a subject that you want to know more about but perhaps don't have the time to research it, 
please inbox me, please. I'm I'm asking you. I am more than happy to do research and forward it right back to you immediately. I'm not going to take it and run and share with the world. You know, I'd like to share it later, but certainly I will accommodate anyone who wants some special research about something that's troubling you. Exactly. Sorry, if anybody wants to email us, um, by all means, I can always email straight to Kathy as well. It's asksueshow at gmail.com. You've all got that email, I'm sure, asksueshow at gmail.com. You know, if there's a story that you want me and Kathy to go through, maybe another week, maybe it's a bigger story, and you want us to um, literally look into it, we have had somebody that rang in tonight who wants me to have a look at something, which I will be forwarding to Kathy after the show. And, you know, they brought something to our attention. They want us to have a look at it. And that's exactly what we'll be doing um, in the next week. But, you know, we need your help to firstly get it out there. We need to get these all these shows out there, but also we need to get the links out there. The Every single link that's gone into the chat room tonight has gone on to Hey Mr. Government Global. Pardon me. Hey, Mr. Government Globally, and it's www.facebook.com forward slash exposing governments. Okay, and there's, there is loads of very, very interesting videos, links, uh, and, and all sorts on there, and people that are switched on or if not switched on want to know. So, you know, if you go into there, you know you're joining people that are in the same place as you in the sense that they are wanting to wake up and take notice. Absolutely. Um, John Kathy, I can't believe how fast this time goes, and I just want to say to everybody a little um, slip it into the show. All being well, we may be able to do longer shows shortly. We've got a few things coming up in the pipeline, and all I can say is just watch this space. And on that note, I've got to say a big thank you to Kristen that's been helping me so much behind the, behind the scenes. I have learned what I know on the Internet um, and how to do things, but she's showing me um, how to do even more, and I thank her very much for her support. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, but, Kathy, thank you very much again for joining me on this show. I can't believe how fast it's gone, two hours, and it's just gone nowhere. <laughs> I know. See, we always do a lot when we talk, and we have great shows. Um, for any people, I also just posted a link on there. It's self-explanatory. If you want information about that, uh, this uh, weapons you made as a computer repair. This does benefit Sue and, and animals and um, any information you need about that, please inbox me directly. But thank you, everybody. Sue, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come online again and talk to you with the show. Thank you, Sue. Bless you. Oh, thank you very much for joining us, Kathy. It's been absolute thank- oh, absolute fantastic. Thank you very much, Kathy. Cheers for that. And I'll talk to you after a while. Come where you can, dear. Yes, will do. <laughs> Catch you later. Cheers, love. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good night, everybody. And I want to say a big thank you to Kathy, and thank you very much to everybody in the chat room tonight. Uh, let me just say to you about that link that Kathy's just put in. Uh, computer problems, if you need repair anything, http uh, dot over the top of dot, two forward slashes, and unbouncedpages.com forward slash animals everywhere forward slash. 
please go and have a look at that as well. That will help you. Thank you very much to everybody in the chat room. And please do email asksueshow at gmail.com with anything that you want to bring to our attention or other stories as well. Thank you very much for joining the show, and I will speak to you all very, very soon. Good night, and thank you for joining us. Bye-bye.